Hello, and welcome to another, 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 another edition of Robots for Eyes. Treble one, 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 one. One, one, one. Is that like, um, not the number of the beast, but what what kind of number animal of thing can it be, or it's beast? The, it's the number of the robots on their second birthday. Isn't that like, ah, yes. <laughs> you haven't got a clue, did you? No, no, is it second birthday today, is it? Then? Sort of, yeah. This week, two isn't weeks ago this it's like, week. It's like a digital code, one, one, one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Beginning. We needed one naught one, one naught 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 one, one naught naught. So all he, that. So here we are, yeah. t- two years in, and I don't think we've missed a. Um, we haven't missed a show. I don't think so. I think we've be- been delayed by a day or two, but that tends to happen because of work and everything. You know what I mean? Well, it's kind of like we sort of we try to do it on a Friday. If we can't do it Friday, we do it on a Saturday or a Sunday. You're gonna get it between Friday and Sunday. Usually, usually. Some um, it's on the very rare occasion, it can be like a like Monday or something. No, but Sunday night latest. But it, I think we've done one on a Monday before, haven't we? Or haven't we? Have we? I don't know. <laughs> Front nose. Someone tell us. Yeah, be able to tell us somewhere along the lines. But yeah, man, pretty. Uh, I didn't think we'd. Did you think we'd do two years? Um, no, not really. Not really, no. But um, it's, it's 111 episodes. I didn't think we'd be doing, you know, up to there sort of thing. I know, yeah. It's, um, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think man. it's just a case of like, I didn't really. Dates a date and it doesn't really mean anything. No, it's can't, yeah. Just knuckle down and get on with just it. Do it, yeah. Two years has suddenly flown by. People love it, so good. I only start to realise because our epi- that all of our episodes are no longer on the iTunes page because they scrolled off the bottom. It only fits a hundred in. I was ah. like, oh, fucking going. How ah, brilliant! And then it made me. St- I don't know. I just thought about it. So yeah, here we are. Ah. Snipers, how's it going, boys? Um, yeah, we need to clarify. We're meant to be doing a, a show with the with the Carousel Sniper lads. It's supposed to be this weekend. It's not going to be. Uh, I don't think it's going to be. Sean and Jack are going, you fucking cunts! Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be next weekend either. Uh, th- what is it? They say the, um, the bane of the working man, working class man's work, in it. Uh, it's, it's fucking got me and Rob at the moment, big yeah. style. So we're struggling to get this one in this weekend. It's a problem, you see. If, if people paid us a lot of money, i.e. you lot, then um, we might be able to, uh, <laughs> be able to do whatever. Be able to <laughs> <at> Patreon.com. <laughs> No, so we're, no. we're kind of like stuck with work at the moment. We're sort of snowed under. So um, we are not going to say anything about the the, uh, the show we're going to do with them lads. We're definitely doing it. Absolutely, 100%. It just gives um, gives a, gives the carousel lads a bit more time to sharpen their game because they're going to get tranced by us. <laughs> oh dear. By you, you mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to get involved. You've got to get involved. Of course I will. If it's by me, they're just going to win. Oh, Summertime Man, their episode on that and the breakdown. Get If you haven't listened to that, people, get involved because that was some really in-depth. So I haven't heard that one yet. So. I, I did some road trips on my my missions down to London this week and uh, it kept me kept me entertained. Nice. Get involved with that, people. Got some shout-outs, Rob. Nice. You got any shout-outs? Everyone in the world! <laughs> <laughs> haven't done that for a while, I don't think. Actually. I know, yeah. Kind of fell out of... Uh, yeah, it's f- fallen out of existence. Might have to bring it back. Get back With in. a vengeance. Claire Ritchie. Claire Ritchie, she works uh, on EastEnders. Does she? Yeah. Solid, solid performance. Jake Woodcock, he's going to fucking get it. He's a, a gay carpenter. A gay carpenter? Mm-hmm. Well, potentially, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, what's his speciality? Was he carve? Um, um, doorknobs. Wooden dildos. <laughs> Louise Tinsley. Louise Tinsley? She sounds like a dancer. She does sound like a dancer. Louise Tinsley. Tinsley. It's like a stage name. It's like, yeah. like a fake name, though, isn't it? Lillian Marie Stell. Hmm. Well, that's just a tricky one. I d- that sounds like 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 a Polish like uh, ice skater. 
<laughs> that's not what I thought you'd say. No, what do you, what do you think I was going to say? To be fair, that's that's the second time we've... Uh, she had a shout-out last weekend, and we were talking on Twitter, and I said that you, he's going to call you a porn star or a hooker, and you called her a porn star. So she said, do it again this week. Let's see what happens. With the full name, not Lily Stell. The whole, including the middle name, the whole lot. And uh, we'll see if we get a doctor, but... No, but you got an ice skater. That's all Professional right. ice skater. Yeah. Congratulations on your engagement as well. Well done. I was meant to say that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I was meant to say that last year. In really? like, yeah, at some point, she said, you listen, you dick. It's been fucking months. I didn't want to say anything, but sort your life out. That's right. James Sweeney. James Sweeney. Um, he is a race commentator. Race commentator. So yeah, he's he's like um you know when you go to these stadiums and you, you got that an annoying voice usually over the like, bikes or or over the cars and they go ah, number ten's going down here. It's not over. Can he's that's him? Yeah, it's like when we go to the MotoGP at Donington Park, they never shut up, do they? Them no, no, they don't even stop for like a cup of tea. You like just fucking just going. chill, constant talking. Marvin Hammond. Marvin Hammond. Um, ooh, that's a bit of a tricky one. Marvin Hammond. I'm gonna say he's he's an author. An author. I'm just turning my laptop down because it's going to go blingity bling for a lot through this. Right. Um, Russell Vallis. Russell Vallis. Russ Vallis. I just assumed it was so- Russell. It sounds like um, a skateboarder to me. Yeah, it does, doesn't he? Like he's got his own line of trains. Yeah, yeah. Russell Vallis. Famous yeah. for doing the uh, 1080 yeah, half pike inverted trick quadruple backflip float. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Pete Jones. Pete Jones. Um, poor, uh, a jeweler. A jeweler. <laughs> <laughs> Picture. I was a bricklayer. A bricklayer. Yeah, bricklayer. Oh yeah, it's got it's got yeah, it's got a kind of feel to it, isn't it? Solid. That's Pete, Pete Jones. Yeah. He, he don't know. He knows everything about bricks. So, salt of the earth. <laughs> Do you say bricks or bricks? <laughs> Matthew Henderson. Matthew Henderson. Um, he uh, is um, the um, offspring. Well, I don't know what that was. Um, of the whiskey uh, tasting people, Hennessy. Oh, lovely! That's what I'm going with. It's not a bad job, mate. Well yeah. done. You're, you're like the like the further down the line. You're like the the one that can't be asked to do any work because everyone else has done the rest of the work for you before, yeah. and you're just drinking the rest of the whiskey. Yeah, he's just got a big red head and a bright red yeah, nose, yeah. and, and you do nothing. Yeah, that's him. And you just drink. You fucking lazy bastard. <laughs> Get out of town, Billy Schneider. Billy Schneider. It <sighs> just sounds like a German. Billy Schneider. No, it's, that sounds like a, an actor to me. Like you can see it. You know, coming down the road, he crashes and his whole world turns round. <laughs> Billy Schneider is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Lily Monaghan. Lily Monaghan. She sounds to me like a wife of a suspected IRA terrorist. Yeah, I like it. I wonder, we're going to say a nice one to Steve Paul on um, the Steve lads, Paul? Yes, the, on the, the Lads Cave on, on uh, WhatsApp. Uh, he's been battered. He's got through, I think, our entire back catalogue in about a week. Is he all right? Uh, well, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> and we've got to say happy belated birthday to uh, Sarah Hanselman. She's 52 years old. Happy birthday today. to you. I hope I got your name wrong. And because you, I so hope you get hammered as well. She, well, yeah, she will do. I'm assuming she will. Yeah. Um, I hope I got your name completely wrong. Here's a new range. Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> Here's a new range of stuff that people are doing. Everyone seems to be talking about it this month for some reason. Vegans, you know this vegan shit? Vegan. Ve- do you know this vegan shit? Yeah, yeah. This vegan fucking shit. vegan tripe. Yeah. What about a vegan, like, booze? Well, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. Well, technically, no. Because it's yeast you? and stuff, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So yeah. what would you what would you use as substitute as yeast? You'd have to use, you know, you can, like, use vag- vaginal yeast. 
Okay, nice. Like if a vegan kisses a person, then you're like exchanging saliva. Um, so Does that I guess mean you're if eating that means them? if that yeah, so I mean so if that's allowed, if you're allowed to do that, then you should be able to drink vagina beer. Vagina beer made from the finest yeast from yeah. from the east. From really <laughs> <laughs> yeast from the south. Yeah. So we got a load of shout outs. I mean, it was mad this week that we've I had to like cut a load. Um so next week, if your name hasn't been read out, is it on a list? It's gonna uh, keep compiling. It keeps you interested as well because uh, you know your name will get called out at some yeah. point. I was telling people, I'm sorry, but it's not happening this week. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, could, you could do a whole show on just names, couldn't you? Yeah, we'll have to one day go through them all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, that's it, man. Uh, all the shout outs done. Uh, I think we've covered everything that we need to cover. Yeah. Um, um, swap update. Swap update. Yeah, you swap update. No one, I don't think anyone's messaged me about it. Yeah, they? but you chose a picture, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. But you, I don't think I messaged. I think I messaged John, um, and I was just saying if 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 you want to do it, do it. You know what I mean? And uh, I've got nothing back, John. And did you send your pubes to Alex? No, not yet. I'm still. There's still. There's still. Um. I'm still growing them back. Yeah. Since no, you had to remove no, no, them. No, no. There's. There's. It's not just gonna be. I'm. We're gonna be a bit artistic about it. So there's something oh, yeah, on, are, on yeah. yeah, yeah, I've already explained to Tom. So it's, um, you know, it's it's something you got to wait for, but it'll be worth the wait. Yeah, it's coming, mate. And, uh, well, in, well, yeah, in two, in more than one <laughs> way, actually, yeah. But uh, I'll let that, uh, I'll let that, yeah, I'll let you find that out when it happens. Yeah, I think you'll like it. He will like it. Yeah. Just open it with extreme fucking caution. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. It's not what you think it's going to be. <laughs> Okay. Crack in with uh, our last installment of Murder Month. Let's do it, man. Guess what this is? You're gonna win some loot. All right, check this. <laughs> it's still going. Still going. I can't turn it off. No, okay. it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Guess that, and you win something. We don't know what yet, but some loot and whatever. I'll send someone something. I've got a massive list of shit to send, <laughs> which I haven't <laughs> forgot. Everyone's. I've got. Honestly, I'm still waiting on the stickers. Yeah. Well, the problem is, we're both working hard. And it's, you know, if this was a full-time job, <laughs> let's go back to this again. Give us your money. No, if it was a full-time job, then we'd be able to sort it out as soon as it's mentioned, Jeez really. Fuck, but man. we can't, you know what I mean? Because if we get, we get back and there's messages about stickers or whatever, and yeah. then we got, you know, we can't post it then because we just can't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then you've got to wait for the next day and then you're fucking working and it's just like... It's going to be hectic. Off. For me, it's going to be really hectic the next week. Uh, so... You might, we might, I don't know what, I've got something planned for next weekend Yeah. already and I'm working on it, but whether I'm going to be able to finish it, I don't know. And if I can't finish it, I'll just put a call out for questions or something and you guys will just have to do the show for us. Nice. Get what I'm saying. So we haven't done Yo. it for a while, have we? So. That's good fun doing that. I like yeah. doing them. So Murder Month, done and dusted. Nearly. It's pretty much, it's over. It's over for me. I don't have to research it. Once a month's all right. Yeah. But like solidly for a month. 
And before January, we did what the Man- Manchester pusher, and then we did uh, Sutcliffe, yeah, two parter. So really, it's been like about eight weeks of horrible. There was some shit on the radio today. They're talking about some some lad who fell in um, up in Manchester, fell in the canal, fell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fell. This is what I mean. And because um, he was pissed, and they got a video. For, he was pissed by by the sound of it. He was all over the show, di- disorientated. The dad was on the show talking about it because I want to put bars up or something along the hole of the canal to stop people falling in. Is that what they want to do? Yeah, it's not like, an idea. Yeah, it, it, it probably cost a, a million trillion pound, but um, but yeah, all I could think of from that was basically um, Manchester pusher, Manchester pusher, Manchester pusher. That's all I thought all the way through it. Yeah, yeah. Because you never know, do you? You never know, man. So this week, I was going to go for the chessboard killer. but that Nice. That is, sounds good. But it's, t- it's mate, that was, it's got to be at least a two-parter. The geezer kills oh, something like 60 people. Is he Russian? Of course he is. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I've never heard of it, but it's, it's just, it just sounds Russian. So uh, The chessboard murderer, was it? A chessboard killer. There we go. That just, that just sounds Russian straight away to me. It sounds like something. They can't, ain't got anything to play or do. They've got a chessboard, and he's probably just a fucking nut. And if he loses, he just stabs him in the throat or something. Well, what he did is he, he wanted to kill a person for every square on the chessboard. Fair play. So it was like, you know, it's fair play. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, man. Why <laughs> yeah. not? Why not? You know, I don't know how many there are. 98? Something like that. 62, 64. Did he, get to, did he get to that magical number? We'll have to find out when we finally do the episode. Listen to that teaser. So what I did instead, I chose a slightly cheerier one uh, mm. of the Hungerford Massacre. Okay. Do you know what that one is? Have you heard about it? Um, I think I have, but I can't remember it. I probably will, once you start talking about it, I'll probably remember it. Well, it took place in, surprise, surprise, the market town of Hungerford in yeah. the UK. And it's kind of halfway between London and Bristol. Sort of, you know what I mean? just in case you give a flying fuck about where it is geographically, which I suppose you probably don't. It's not a particularly big place. I think at the time it had about 5,000 people living there. So it's kind of like a little... If you picture an English... An English? An English? What's if you that? picking an English village... Like, that sounds like, like some sort of cup, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, can you pass me the English, please? Well, if you picture one of them, that's what it looks like. Yeah. So yeah, I me- do you remember driving past it? Like, well, we weren't driving because we were like little kids. Past what? Hungerford, well, obviously you don't. No, I was probably about two years old or something. We went past it, going to Somerset or Devon or something like that. And uh, <laughs> my mum, she just uh, she says to us, she goes, oh, look, lovies, that's Hungerford. That's where a man went mental and shot the shit out of a load of people. <laughs> <laughs> we were like five or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, mum. Yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, on, it was on the 19th of August in 1987. 27-year-old uh, fuckwit, and he is a complete... I mean, mate, this geezer's is the biggest helmet in the world. I'll show you the biggest helmet in the world. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <laughs> don't do Alex is going to see the biggest helmet. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. But a geezer called Michael Ryan lost his he lost his tip box. He just went completely insane and murdered 16 completely innocent and random people uh, and then fucked up a further 15 in about an hour and a half. Okay. But the whole siege lasted probably about six hours. Mate, he killed his own mother. Okay. And his own dog. <sighs> See what I mean? Animals, man. People are like, oh, he killed his mum. Yeah, yeah. And he killed his dog. You what? There was, I'm sorry, there was another thing on the radio today, right, about a woman who apparently had been controlled by her husband, right? Like by remote control? Yeah, yeah. It's like a sex doll. No, no, what, like, trying to confuse her and all Wife this. doll. Right. Yeah, wife doll. Wife T. doll, 2000. T, now, six. Right, and, and, the, and she... Um, Bludgeoned her husband to death with a hammer, oh, hit, yeah. hit him eighteen times, right? 
and she's um um not her sorry uh her son um and what whoever is part of the family trying to change her plate or change it to manslaughter or something yeah. like um fair enough i understand that right but i also think she bludgeoned someone with a hammer to death yeah and I, and it's not it wasn't like she was at, um uh, um on the verge of being killed you know what I mean? I'd understand if you were literally someone's got a hammer to your head and then you just sort of like wake up and the person's dead on the floor, you know, with your rage and whatnot. But I've, I've, they're going, yeah, she deserves to be out. I, to be I honest, think, I, was, I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of, yeah, man, you, you took someone's life, but manslaughter. There's some, some extremely fucking fucked up geezers out there, and there's some some people within the families with you know who can't get away from it. Yeah, and, yeah, and 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 they will snap. Yeah, but and that's what happened eighteen times with a hammer. She got, she really snapped. She, she probably snapped everything. Yeah, <laughs> snapped everything she did. I mean, to 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 do that and then and then you know be okay. Well, not okay about it because apparently she was a bit, obviously a bit ropey after, as you imagine, <laughs> a, bit, a bit ropey. <laughs> she clobbered him to death. But, right. but but still, she's got she's that. she's got that in her to to just go nuts and basically. See, see red and and cave someone's skull in. I know he was probably a dickhead, but yeah. I think I think if someone was, she she could have walked away. She could right? have done. And she, but and I just think if someone if someone can do that, they they, mm, they don't deserve to be let out. I don't know the circumstances, but I'm sitting on the fence with that because she's obviously pushed into a situation that she didn't want to do. I don't know. Who fucking knows? Well, apparently, we'll apparently they were split up. And she wanted to. Well, he <laughs> wanted to get back with her, and then she wanted to as well. And then she said something along the lines of, um, "Can I come round this weekend? You know, just to make him." And he went, "No, not this weekend." And then she bludgeoned his head in or something. So clipped him to death, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to. It's kind yeah. of standard operating procedure with a hammer. It's the best way to go. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. that's the, that's the best way of killing someone with a hammer, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, around the head. You don't want to start in the legs. It's not, you know, you'd be there for ages. Yeah, that's like a proper sadist move. I'm going to kill you with a hammer, but I'm going to start they'd be like the legs. They'd, they'd it's like Team America where they give Gary a hammer. If you're going to kill yourself, yeah, yeah. use this. Oh, be, fucking claw like, hammer. If you started on the legs and worked your way up, they'd be like dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pulverised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the time, Hungerford held the coveted spot of Britain's deadliest mass shooting until the Dunblane Massacre right. in 1996. Okay. So if you want to check out some really seriously heavy primary school shootings, episode 92 of Robots for Eyes Wall. Okay, now, you got so this written down, all this. <laughs> yeah, do you no. remember that? <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down, <laughs> strangely enough. The motive behind, why why Ryan did this, why Michael Ryan did this, we don't. he didn't leave any notes, he didn't speak to any, I mean, he might have spoke to his mum, yeah. but he shot her, so we don't know. This uh, is a complete loser, psycho- yeah. psychopath sort of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't spend too long on on Michael Ryan's background because we've got a hell of a lot to cover in the massacre. But we'll give you we'll give you yeah, like yeah. a brief lowdown. And you're pretty much bang on that he's fucking crazy. He was born May the eighteenth, nineteen sixty, in Hungerford. So he spent his entire life there. Straight away, you're like, what? He didn't even fucking go anywhere at all once. <coughs> maybe he didn't leave. Just stayed in that town. His mum Dorothy. She was thirty five when she had him, and Dorothy was twenty years younger than her husband Alfred, who was fifty five years old. Now he was like a government building inspector, earning good money. Didn't come from a bad family. You know what I mean? They're, yeah, prop- yeah. they're decent parents. But um, I think I think Alfred had a uh, he had children from a previous marriage, and there's speculation potentially that Ryan Michael Ryan could have been jealous. Whatever of his of his 
dads of the children, but whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's possible. We'll, so we'll, we'll good, never know. It's a good theory. She, um, His mum was a part-time waitress, and she used to be a dinner lady at the Hungerford Primary School where he went. And she was a really kind lady, well-respected. She helped out loads in the community. A lot of people knew her. And she, Michael was her only child. Mm. So this is this is her her world, so to speak. And his mum spoilt the shit out of him. Ah, classic. He wanted n- literally for nothing in his... He got whatever he wanted whenever he wanted. He That's probably why he killed her. He probably wanted something and she went, no, not today. And, he's because I'm and then we've gone on a rampage. <laughs> well, I think she probably went too far because she he could do no wrong yeah, in yeah. her eyes. Like, um, she... Like he, prob- it's like she's even rewarding his misbehavior. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. Like, it's like that's almost like telling him that you can, you can do it. It's okay. Walk over me, do yeah. whatever you like. You know, he'd get all the toys he wanted, and she'd shield him from everything that he didn't like. From an early age, she kind of like adopted a uh, sort of the the mentality: if it's bad for him, I'm going to hide him from it. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad way to go about it. But there's some things that you've got to expose your children to to get him ready for. You know the world. Mm. You can't just hide them from everything. You got to expose them to shit. Yeah, I don't yeah, mean yeah. like being battered and punched and kicked, but yeah, they've got to live life themselves. They've got to go out and experience what it happened. What happens normally with everyone else? How unfair shit. Yeah, can yeah, be. yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean, and how to build relationships. They had a very peculiar relationship. It's not kind of said, but it's sort of. I don't know. It's kind of. I don't know. Maybe if anybody listens, to the, people listening is going to. I have a read of this on on the on the internet. It's, it's kind of alluded to that there may have been a bit. I don't know. Let's just say it was a bit weird between okay. them. Let's right. just leave it at that. Mm. Fully in the right. Some sort of weird shit going on there. Potentially incesticide. Good good album that is. Yeah. Is, is that incesticide when you fuck your mom? Isn't that the no, in, in, incest is? But incesticide. I don't know what that means. That sounds like. It's a great fucking someone Nirvana. to death. That's, that's <laughs> what it sounds like to me. I think fucking fucking your someone in your family to death. That's what that sounds like <laughs> to me. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Incesticide. I think the Oedipus before com- homicide. <laughs> Oedipus complex is when you fancy or want to fuck your mom. It's also a brilliant name for a band. Oedipus complex. Yeah. Get on to it. Yeah, Ben. Send your tunes. Billy, no mate. Come on, Ben. Get it sorted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, mate. Start start a secondary band. <laughs> yeah. Splinter yeah. group. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And get get uh, N- uh, Nilsson on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he can play the bones. I mean, yeah, the yeah. drums. <laughs> yeah. He was obviously bullied at school. Uh, this is sort of, you know, standard in these sort of things. There's always something shady coming up. Mainly for being small. And, like, instead of speaking to people and trying to sort it out, he'd just, he'd lash out, you know, fight back. Yeah. Which is kind of, like, cool, yeah. But he retreated into himself when it didn't work, and he never told anyone about it. Just kept himself to himself. And the bullying stayed with him throughout his entire sort of, you know, school career, primary school through secondary school, all the way through, I think even to college. But being small, he was five foot six. That's not that small. No, well, I'm five foot 11. You're nearly a strapping six footer. Yeah. Wow. That's what they all say. According <laughs> <laughs> to the tripod. You'll find out, Alex. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the funny thing, why, why is there a thing with height with people? Little I don't syndrome. understand. No, little man and big man syndrome. There's people, I know people, right? I'm not going to say names, right? But they they literally start their conversations. Well, I'm, you know, Derek is this high and this. And like, I don't want to fucking know his height. Because You're just going to tell me about getting pissed of him or, or whatever, you know what I mean? I What's what you your mean. problem? 
I know what you mean. What's your problem? Yeah. Why you got a problem with heights? Why yeah. have you got to mention the height? He was six Demat- foot two. He was two hundred pound in uh, weight. Yeah. Okay. And he could if, fucking fight a man. If he was two foot, foot um, two foot tall, I might go. Oh, okay. Fair I'd enough. Like, Where is he? In your exactly. Pocket? I'd Get be like, out. that's quite cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I'd want to know that. And if he's like eighteen foot tall, you'd want to know. But definitely, if it's someone who's like six foot, five foot, you know, four foot, whatever. So. So what? <laughs> Does it matter? Yeah, it's a syn- it's a bloke syndrome. It's not like when people say, oh, it's, it's like I'm bigger than them." It's, it's one of these things. It's when people, oh, this is my mate Dave. Uh, he's black. And you're like, what? what, what yeah, yeah. Why, you? why did you say that? It's, it's <laughs> just your mate Dave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Relax, relax people. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's so crazy. Michael Ryan, other than this bullying, he, it's, I think it kind of turned him into a bit of a prick. Probably because of the bullying, actually. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he didn't help himself because of that. He just kind, he just sort of retreat, retreated back into himself and just fucked everybody off. Uh, and his entire time in education <clears throat> was completely shit. He had no friends, like zero. Nobody liked him. No one likes you. No one likes you. You're a tosspot. You're a tosspot. No one likes you. It's you. People like you that cause him to kill people. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we do publicly publicly call uh, billion yeah. O mates. But I, I, billion O mates. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. So there's a reason for that, though. Yeah, definitely because he's got no mates. <laughs> <laughs> he left school at six and he's fat. <laughs> 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 he le- he left school at uh, 16 years old with just terrible grades. Yeah, and that's a reflection of his. You know, he didn't really enjoy it. Um, and it's like any if anything was too hard, he. And he couldn't cope. He would just run to his mum like his safety blanket and she'd wrap it. That's not the reason why he did what he did. Plenty of people are bullied. Plenty of people get, you know, a shit education because of that. But, um, you know, it kind of like helped form his world view and opinion of people that he didn't know. It's it's funny, isn't it? Um, But it's it's true. It's, It's a thing with everyone. If you get locked in somewhere, in other words, you're not going out anywhere... You get just used to that. There's nothing else you need. Nothing else you can learn because you don't know how to learn it because you've never been there or done yeah, things. Not very worldly. No. So if you were locked in a room, you wouldn't know how to speak to people. Well, look at Fritzel. Fritzel, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's you know it's, and then when you come out, obviously if there's a lot of shit going on, it must fuck their minds up and make them just do crazy shit. Mm. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely, man. Definitely. Relatives who spoke to the police after, like he went berserk and shot everybody, said that. In childhood, he was like a really bad-tempered, sulky, self-centered little Brat. shit, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'd be like, oh, we've got to go around and see fucking Michael today. Oh, for fuck's sake, fuck, mum, I don't want to go around. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, every, I think everybody knows a kid like that, where you can see that they're running around their parents. The parents can't control them. You just want to flat-foot the little just, fucker. Yeah, you just want to go up to him and give him the, the biggest backhand you could give him and go, and then point at him and go, listen, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to fucking Michael's. All right. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> they watch him cry in the corner for a bit and then have his little hissy fit and then go, you're still coming. Last last weekend, that happened. Some kid, because it was my birthday last weekend, mm. we went to the pub. Some little kid came over and tried to rob my present. He's like, is that what? mine? I was like... Mate, would you? I'm gonna dangle you by your ankles in a minute and smash you off. Should have gone. Yeah, it's a dildo. Open it for your dad. Is <laughs> yeah. that sound again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> but it was um, it was kind of obvious to like his friends and family. That's what they, well, I say. Friends, his family basically. That mm. he he owned his mother. She was his servant. If he didn't get what he wanted, he'd just kick off. She'd roll over. Uh, like Harvey's having a bad time, just getting what he wants. Here's a toy. You know what I mean? And it kind of it just it just made him doing more. Do it more. Because yeah. he could just do what he fucking liked. Yeah, because he still was getting what he wanted and did what he wanted. Yeah, it's because he's like he had zero control in over anything in his life. When he influenced control over his mother and she yielded, I mean, yeah, he, he's a present or whatever. He's a chocolate bar. 
He felt fucking powerful, I think. He just sounds like a, well, I suppose he, well, isn't, but he is. Just a little little kid just all the time it's like he's yeah. like he's still a little kid you know yeah, what I mean yeah there is definitely like definitely towards the end when we get into it like but you'll see that it does sound you know, like he's got a mental age to me yeah that's what I mean yeah like a mental age like he's like literally like a kid he loved toy guns and action men and the army from like a little kid but so did I that's, yeah whatever. and I've got a young mental age <laughs> yeah Rob's got a mental Fuck age this. of 46 <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Now we all s- we all know someone with a little shitty kid like that. It, you know, you can see it, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Little fuckers. Yeah, I, yeah. You always do. I, I was with someone, uh, and it was near enough said to the face, like with the, the parents there, and I, like, you know, when you're like, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what they said when you um, see her like you a cunt yeah. like that. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god. She's like she's, she was like five years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Six years old or something like that. Yeah, and I was, just, I, was just that? Like, I was just going. You know when you just go quiet and you look and I'm going, how did? Because the parents were there, yeah. right in front of the parents, and he was saying it to the kid. You know what I mean? So it was like he's just going, "Oh my god, it's someone's about to get battered." You're going to be an episode. But <laughs> mind you, everyone was fucking hammered. So I, th- I think anyone could have said anything to anyone and not realised because they're that pissed. <laughs> Except for me, I heard it and went, "Oh shit." <laughs> As an adult, mate, people saw Michael Ryan in supermarkets, like having a temp- temper tantrum, like with his mother walking round. Mm. So, like, imagine like a little kid who's four, but yeah. like an adult of twenty, yeah, yeah. kicking off, right? He'd hit her and shit, mate. And like, if if he didn't get what he wanted, and or and, like started screaming, she'd be like, "It's okay, Michael. It's okay. Here's a chocolate bar." And he'd be like, I want that one. You know what I mean? Yeah, fucking weird, man. He yeah, didn't go maybe he has got a mental age or like Asperger's or something, some weird syndrome like possibly. that. Possibly. Because, you know, that's that's linked to that sort of stuff, isn't I, it, as I think well? It, this was, well, it was completely undiagnosed. Mm. What it, he'd never had anything reported mm. or, you know, anything looked at at any point in his life. So yeah. it's possible that it just went under the radar. Yeah. He didn't go to social gatherings, like school discos, didn't go to, like, sports, didn't participate in anything team orientated. He just hid away. He went to college after school, not university, just like a local college. I think it was called the Newbury College of Further Education. Right. Okay. Anyone can go there. Just got to enrol. And uh, he tried hard, actually. He wanted to be a building contractor, but it was too stressful for him. And uh, so he just dropped out. Well, of course, yeah. Well, I could see that straight away. I think, to be honest, if you just give him some Lego, it's probably too stressful for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah, probably go, I want it to look like that. And you go, well, the idea is you make it. I'm not making it. Make it for me. Yeah. You see it. Considering he went on to do one of the most stressful things ever, if you yeah. think about what he did. Exactly. He was sort of, even in, like, as a teens and adult, he was totally obsessed with the army. He dressed in camo gear all the time, loved military films. And um, it's, like, um, it's like Michael Ryan was so scared inwardly with this camo shit and this army stuff, he'd sort of portray a tough exterior, but nobody, nobody fucking bought that bollocks, yeah. you know what I mean? He could have he joined the army, he could have tried to join, but he didn't. No. He was bang into it, man. I remember, like, every, every I young lad does, yeah, yeah. I remember thinking, should I join the army? And then I thought, no, I don't want to get shot. Yeah, I used to have the plastic, like, little, like, uh, army men, I used to shoot them with elastic bands and pretending I was shooting, you know, yeah. wicked, you know what I mean? I used to love kicking football, and when you set it up, I've <laughs> yeah. set, like, 4,000 miniature soldiers It's like up. dominoes. Yeah, and i just fucking throw the uh, the nuclear bomb over, and go, <laughs> boom, and you'd be like, you fucker! <laughs> so he, he's, uh, he dropped out of uh, college, failing miserably, uh, got a job as a school caretaker, low paid, couldn't really afford anything, so again, his mother would step in and buy shit for him, like, Cars. 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 You get bought a car by your parents, you're doing fucking well. Yeah, yeah. 
You know what I mean? He uh, His mum bought him a, a new car every two years. What? Despite being in debt and having absolutely zero money. She bought him clothes. She even bought him his first gun when she was skinned. What? Yeah. I know. Can I b- have a gun? I'd be like, no. <laughs> You're a fucking adult. What, what type of gun are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't taken an Uzi. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. You're talking an AK-47. Yeah, literally. literally. Was it? Was. How the fuck did she get that? Nah. nah I, I mean, <laughs> sorry, where the fuck did she get that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a bit scared then. Yeah. <laughs> she was right around his little finger, mate. Uh, when he entered his early 20s, he's kind of like forced to do... You're not for- When you, you, you're venturing out into the big wide world, you're not forced to do it, but you've kind of got her. So you kind of... You are, in a way, and he, he had to sort of interact with people that he didn't he didn't know, and it didn't. that didn't go down well with him. He hated it. So he's like, his mother was still smothering up, you know, keeping the little soldier yeah. safe, you're the best. And his interactions with normal people away from the safety of his mother. Completely different. And Well, it exposed him for yeah. what he was, totally unable to relate. He was, you know, he couldn't socially interact. He just couldn't hack life. He was a compulsive bullshitter. This is where, like, people were like, oh, you were a dick as a kid in school. And now you're a dick as a fucking adult. He told people he was in the SAS. <laughs> right, okay. So he'd be at the bar. Imagine him at the bar with no friends, dressed yeah. in full combat gear, you know, down the local pub. Everyone knows who he is because yeah. he's in a small place. He's like, I'm in the SAS. He also said that he was a rich antiques dealer. All right. He was an international firearms dealer. Yeah, obviously. He owned a gun shop. Okay. And he had multiple model girlfriends in various countries. Oh, yes, I've heard that one before. <laughs> one of his favourite tales that, that was a uh, top army colonel was giving him flying lessons and was buying him a, uh, a supercar, particularly a Ferrari, as well as buying his mother a house. Right. That why would why would a colonel want to buy you a Ferrari? Well, that's obviously people were like, "Fuck off, bro." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just say, what, "What do you think colonels are on? They're not on fucking that much." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's he fucking doing? Yeah, yeah. He'd get really pissed off with people because instead of like saying shit at school and people not really saying stuff in front of him They're and just walking going, away, talking they would, shit, just piss off, you fucking idiot. What yeah, are you yeah. talking about? And that really, really annoyed him so much so that his mom would step in and confirm the lies. She'd be like, oh, no, no, really, he's dating Miss Fiji. I promise you. He's an international what? artist. Yeah. I know, it's, it's a bit weird, isn't it, that relationship? She may be a nice person, but like, but sh- she's fucked up big time there. Well, even with this incredible past he was giving himself, he was, yeah, making, yeah. Him, yeah. He was making up But then past. that makes her look bad, though, because people are going to go, yeah, bullshit, exactly. again to her. Yeah. This is where like the tales of the weird relationship came out, that he was controlling her. Oh, right, okay. You know what I mean? So he felt completely inadequate and he was starting to see that he was utterly pathetic, mm-hmm. and like a loser in the truest sense of, of the term. Uh, he had no self-worth. He had no girlfriends ever, mm-hmm. zero. I mean, that's unfortunate, bad. Mm-hmm. Should have tried, pal. Yeah, he should have just should've gone to the bar and just gone to plow something with loads of sambu. Bro, him no, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he should have tried. It might have changed him. He might have uh, yeah, become yeah, yeah. normal, so to speak. You kind of do feel a little bit sorry for him. Because this is like a man of he's a product of his upbringing at this point. But that yeah, I don't feel sorry do. for him because of what he'd done. So yeah, but, but at yeah, this point, you if, if if you were there at the time, you go, oh, I might feel a bit sorry for him. Is yeah. In 1978, aged 18, he was he applied and was granted a shotgun license. And obviously, he had his background checks done. Uh, he was a member of the Dunsmore Shooting Centre. His certificate was countersigned by his doctor as well. And there was no reason for him not to have it. Right. Okay. He'd never had any checks done other than background checks. The doctor yeah. was like, he's not mad. 
yeah, he's yeah, never he... come in to be diagnosed as mad. He's not mad. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's just a normal person because yeah. he's never been here before. So you're good to go. He knew the police, a bit of a loner, but legal to own a gun. So off you go. In 1985, when he was 25 years old, his dad unfortunately passed away from cancer. Now, unsurprisingly, that messed him up, mm. which further declined his his uh, you know his mental well-being. Um, it's like the tiny amount of people in his life was getting smaller. Because he only had like yeah, yeah. his mom, his dad, and that basically that basically his hard his backbone, weren't they? Really, he lost his job as a caretaker at school, and then just redrew himself into himself even more. And on the tenth of December, nineteen eighty-six, he applied for a firearms license because he wanted handguns. Because I don't know what it's like around the world, uh, but you, if you've got a shotgun license over here, that's what you're you're legal to own shotguns. You can't stick a, a handgun on that. No. Bullets and, you know, shotgun rounds are different. So, you, you, so anyway, he was checked again. They saw that he was a member of a gun club. He already owned shotguns. No dramas. Yeah. yeah. No problems. Here you go. You've got a bit of experience of shooting. Yeah. So, you, you know, you, you're safe to have it, apparently. So it was a day later on the 11th of December. He got his firearms license, which had a maximum of two weapons to be held on that. Uh, so he bought a uh, Beretta 9mm and a Smith & Wesson .38 pistol. Don't really know what that is. Mm. I think it's a revolver. Doesn't really matter. Makes right. people die. So, yeah. and uh, we also know now that he carried a handgun with him in his car and like in his pocket and shit. Now America's going big deal now. Yeah, I can yeah. hear you all, but you can't do that in England. No, it doesn't matter if you have got a gun license or not. If it's over here, you I, I don't quite know, but I imagine if you had a handgun license, a firearms license, or whatever it is, a machine gun license, it's got to be <laughs> locked away in the safe in the back of the car. And that's the only way you'll probably get away with it if you get pulled over. Yeah, like you got to leave firing pins yeah, yeah. and stuff at like police stations mm. so you don't have a fully working gun because yeah, it yeah. stops people from dying that yeah, way. Yes, you yeah. know what I mean? So Stop uh, shit like this happening. He shot road signs up. He just drive around in his car and just shoot him. What he the f- told her like a work colleague. This is Because all this happened after when they were like, who is this guy? Anybody yeah, yeah. know anything about him? And they're like, oh, that's the fellow that told me he shot. And like, you can see pictures on the internet of um, like peppered signs and shit. So he's a bit of a fucking... Wild card. Yeah, at this point. Shouldn't be doing that. No. You're not a responsible gun owner if you're doing no, no. that. And a few months before the killing spree, he joined the Tunnel Rifle and Pistol Club. Now, the owner said that he spent a lot of time there. He was very quiet, kept himself to himself. He was a really good shot, Yeah. unsurprisingly. So guns were like substitute friends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that was what he lived for, by the sound of it. Yeah, Simple as. Unfortunately, he did. On the 2nd of April 1987, Michael Ryan put an application in to increase the number of weapons he was allowed to keep from two to three. So he's doing everything legit still at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no reason for him not to. And yeah. There's no reason for him to suspect anything. Yeah, yeah. And about a month before the shooting on the 14th of July 1987, he applied to amend his license so he could keep rifles. Obviously, it was granted. Yeah, so he got his rifles and he's got his a firearms license. He's got a shotgun license. Anyone? Yeah. On the fourteenth of July, five days before the rampage started, he notified the police that he'd bought an AK forty-seven and an M one, and they just ticked it off and added it to his license. Why would they not? Yeah, well, he's got a license to do it, and he's doing everything legit. Like, it, like you say, he's called him and said, "Look, I'm this person. I've got this license. I need to tell you because it's part of the rules that I've got this gun." And they go, "Okay, tick it off. Simple as." I mean, these are massively high-powered weapons, yeah, these yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, AK-47s. <laughs> Some serious weaponry, you know, know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like, what? what is a dude living I'd be like, I'd be like, how big's your arson, mate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Arson. And he went two inches <laughs> wide. I mean, <laughs> uh, four guns. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? What, what, why is a lad in a little village 
why do you want to own AK forty seven? That's in hindsight seems a bit well. You haven't really got a use for that, but you kind of got to think that you can buy a super bike that go two hundred mile an hour. There's not really a use for that on the road. No, but yet you, you can get it. Yeah. Why would you, Why would you not be allowed? You can go to the pharmacy and buy shitloads of a uh, fucking uh, ibuprofens and yeah. just take them to your die or give them to someone else. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you know why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. True that, yo. Yeah, yeah. It's all done le- legitimately. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. On the day of the shooting, from from like looking at it, what he was on his license, he owned three shotguns. He had a Beretta nine millimeter pistol. Mm. <clears throat> Fucking. So I must admit to everybody, I'm drinking whiskey. It's okay. So it's probably going to go downhill from here on in. So he had a Beretta nine mil. He had an AK forty seven and an M one. He also owned like a couple of other pistols. I can't remember what they were. It doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's gone on killing spree, you <coughs> don't think so. Yeah, of covering the weapons he used, let's yeah, just yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. So it's important to note that he had no previous record of signs of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. There was nothing on the record, no criminal record. He was legal and above board. And it's also worth noting that 10 days before this shit went down, a 19-year-old Aussie lad called Julian Knight went ape shit, kill, killing seven randoms with a high, with high powered weapons in Australia. Was yeah, 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 right. It was all over the news. Michael Ryan would have been aware of this. Yeah, um, that maybe might have triggered something. It's definitely. Well, he was. He would have known about it. Yeah, yeah. It's called the Hoddle Street Massacre. Future episode for Snipes, maybe. Maybe the Snipes, Dude Files, us, yeah. someone, someone get on it. I don't want to do any more shootings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Days, Had murder month. Yeah. So on the nineteenth of August, the day he completely went mad. His mum had a had a job interview. She had to go and I speculate that because he's like small bubble world of two people. Mm. It's that's literally all it is. He's getting smaller. Mum's going to be away for like forty hours a week now. Yeah, yeah. And you know, dad's already gone. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, and now she's deserting him. Yeah. Like so I she just, feels like he feels like he's been uh, deserted and left. Could have pushed him to the edge. Mm. Um, it's like he couldn't cope. You know what I mean? Wanted to die and take as many people with him as possible. So here we go. We're going to get right. into it now. Right. <coughs> okay. <coughs> yeah, clear that throat. A lot of this information came from the Hungerford report. Okay. Uh, you know, it's it's not it's like... A police report of, of it. Yeah, the official inquiry. Yeah. It's got a, you know, I'm leaving a lot of this out, as you could imagine. Yeah, because it's going to be fucking like 18,000 pages long, isn't it? 30 pe- over 30 people were, were hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'll, kinda, I'll try and cover the people that got unfortunately killed but um, as far as, as i can tell this is sort of you know the the official order of events as best as as the police know yeah mate it's fucked mate it's horrible his movements the morning of the of the uh, atrocities are not really known because there's no C- cctv mm-hmm. you know, we can't really cover it don't know where he was but at 12:30 he drove to uh, savanac forest which is about 7 miles from hungerford uh, and after the shooting, when police were asking for information, people came forward and spoke, and they said, "Look, man, I've s- we used to see him there. He'd be like crawling around in the bushes, yeah, like dressed in full combat gear with like face paints and shit on, on Cr- his own, yeah, on his own, stalking people." And they were like, "What is that bloke doing playing army? Stop being a prick, mate." Yeah, so it's they didn't feel threatened because it yeah. was like things that we know you're there. You're not SAS, mate. Yeah, they just thought yeah. it was a special person, yeah, yeah. playing game. It's the kind yeah. of thing that two ten year olds would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what I mean? So there he is in in the forest. He's wearing full combat gear, military boots, <coughs> camo hat, the lot. Looks like a right dick. It was a bit special. <laughs> 33-year-old Susan Godfrey, she'd right. taken her two children out for a picnic, Hannah and James. They were four and two years old. He pulled up in his car, spotted them, 
eating their sandwiches or whatever on a blanket, sat in his car apparently for a bit. Uh, then he got out, just walked towards him with a gun in the air and said to Susan, put your fucking children in the car now at gunpoint. So she's like, okay, calm down, mm-hmm. mate. He then uh, he then marches her off into the forest and she was found dead, shot in the back 13 times using his Beretta. Just black. She was, fuck? she was running away, they think. Right, and only, yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because she obviously must have thought by that point if she's getting dragged into the woods, well, walked into the woods, marched in, what's happening here? There's... Yeah. One of two things, or two of two things, I'm going to get raped and left, or I'm going to get raped and murdered. It's not looking good. No. Do you know what I mean? The, the, the speculation is that it's because he took the, the picnic blanket with him, he rolled it up, and then they found it like out in the woods. Right. So why would he do that? Do you know what I mean? It's mm. potentially that he was going to... He was going to do it, yeah, and it just went wrong. And, and therefore, the subsequent rampage could have been like a response... And anger that he couldn't do it the way he wanted to do it. And he just went, yeah, just lost his shit and just fucking killed everybody. And, uh, you know, the kids were found walking around by an old lady, apparently. Like, she didn't know the shit was going down in Hungerford. This is hours after. So there's a four-year-old and a two-year-old walking around. This person finds these and goes, what the fuck, where are the parents? But obviously... Yeah, well, they said, shot, yeah. they said um, and that, and, uh, a bad man has killed our mum and we want to go home. We've got a blue house. Can you take us there? And this poor woman was like, what the fuck? The yeah, f- yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem real, does it? No. So after killing her, he gets in his car and then he leaves the scene heading towards Hungerford. He stopped off at the Golden Arrow service station, which is about three miles outside of the town. He filled up a petrol can and then he kind of waited. There was a, blo- a bloke on a motorbike he reported this to the police, like, um, right, right. but he was filling his his bike up as well, and uh, he was watching Ryan because he was he was acting a bit weird. Yeah, and the geezer fills his can up, fills his bike up, pays for it. He drives up as he's about to pull off on the road. He looks back and he sees Michael Ryan pick up his M1 and just go boom, boom, and start trying firing. to shoot him. No, oh. across the forecourt at the cashier. Right. Okay. So she. It smashes the windows. Yeah, she yeah. ducked down, fired one shot at her. She ducked down. Thinking, what you know, what the what fuck's the fuck going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with incredible luck, he walked in, put the gun against her head, pulled the trigger, and it just went click, click, click. What he'd done is he'd accidentally pressed the magazine release button on the forecourt and dropped his magazine, dropped the whole lot. <gasps> Lucky. And he was going click, trying to reload, yeah, yeah. click, click, and she was like, "See ya." Yeah, yeah. She just course, fucking yeah. jets, and that geezer. I think by that point, if I knew that, I would have chinned him. I know. Yeah. I would have. He would have. I would have took him down. It's scary, isn't it, man? Yeah. I don't know what I'd do. I'd just probably I don't shit think myself I'd and cut him all. I think that I've, I think, I think I'd if it was clicking and he could see him doing that, I'd go right, and he's in trouble now. I'm having him because yeah. he's he's not doing. You know what I mean? I'm having him. It's terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. And that was the first call to the police. They th- actually thought it was an armed robbery. Right. Okay. Because you're not going to see that. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. The geezer who read off on his bike was just like, well, that's not. How would I possibly know that it's going to be Britain's biggest spree yeah, yeah. killing? You just don't know. Yeah. So, so he jumped in his car after the woman re- ran off and he headed home to Hungerford. This is about 12.45. Um, and this, this is where it looks like he panicked now, started to lose his shit. He was seen by numerous people speeding through the streets, just going, meh, meh, just revving it off the fucking limit or whatever. He pulled onto his driveway at number four, Southview, which is like a little cul-de-sac. Right. He loads his car up because people are watching him because mm. he's come screaming down. Yeah, they yeah. can hear him. With like loads of weapons, he put a survival kit in there, like a like a bug out bag, like fancy world shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's not real. Uh, Neighbors saw him running back and forth between the house and the car, just acting really strange, really on edge. He, he got in his car and tried to drive off. Now we think, I say we, 
the, the, you know, the, the investigators say that it was possible that he was going to go out and hide somewhere in the countryside. Because after this all panned out, they went in his car, saw he had his survival bag in there. Right, okay, yeah. Might try to like, I don't know, like a film, fancy world stuff. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just, just try and panic it out for a few days, and he might have been okay, possibly, but he might have highly unlikely. He, he might have thought he could live out in the countryside yeah, yeah. of England forever, and no yeah. one would see him ever. It sounds like he probably did. I'm, I'm, I don't want to sound nasty saying this, but he does sound like he's got a mental age of about fucking eight or something. It's not right. There's something not right. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So he probably would think he could and be fine. Nobody can diagnose it because his brain's no longer in his fucking head. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, but his car wouldn't start. So he got his weapons out and then fucking unloaded on his own vehicle. He went bah, 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 and started shooting his own car. He then the he- fuck? I know. He then headed back into his house, shot his pet dog. Right. I mean, why? Fuck no. So Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The little black Labrador's coming up to him with his tail wagging. He yeah, just fucking murdered his dog. Unbelievable. He then set fire to the house with the petrol can that he filled up at the, the fuel station. We, the fire actually ended up spreading and burning four houses down because it was like a terrorist house. Mm. And people were like, what the fuck is all that noise? Yeah, was, yeah of course, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the f- you'd, yeah, you would, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like people were heading over trying to potentially help because there's a couple of bangs and a house yeah, yeah. on fire. And, and I think yeah, something exploded maybe or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they saw him leaving his house for the final time wearing a, a headband around his, around his head and a sleeveless flak jacket like proper Rambo style with guns on him. He you know sounds like I mean? a complete Magazine tool. strapped to him. Biggest tool in the world. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> his neighbours, Roland and Sheila Mason, they were chilling in their garden and I don't know why he did it but he Either they came to help and didn't get out of the garden or he just knew they were there, heard them. But uh, whatever happened, uh, Michael Ryan unloaded on Roland, shooting him six times with his AK-47 in front of his wife, Sheila, mm. who he then killed, just executed with his Beretta. Went boom, popped her down, killed them, killed them both. So, so now he's killed a mother of two. He set fire to his house, killed his dog, killed two neighbours. Shit's fucked. You know what I mean? Spiraling. It's out of control. So he ran out of the maze. Could he pull it back? <laughs> yeah, can he, ba- can he get it back from the brink? <laughs> you know what no, I mean? He's going, it's, it, it just sounds like, um, well, he obviously did, I'm guessing, shoot himself in the end, but uh, it sounds like someone who's about to pop themselves and just going, right, fuck the world, I'm having it. But it's the motive, and before right? I die, yeah, yeah. And take everyone. Pointless, yeah, pointless motive of hurting innocent people. He ran out of the um, the Mason's Garden and headed down Southview, the cul de where he lived. And there was an old woman called Marjorie Jackson. She was out on the street. She's like fucking eighty or something, minding her own business, just walking. Probably got to probably went and bought some milk, yeah. bread, whatever. And um, she could hear like guns, like shots going yeah. off, and thought that because Michael Ryan was into guns, he had an air rifle. She thought he was doing target practice in the garden. Oh right, okay. With an AK. <laughs> <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Mm. She thought it was an air rifle. She saw him in the road. He mm. looked at her and then just started to shoot at the floor. You know, like, dance, bitch, shoot around her feet. And calm as fuck, she just turned around and walked away. Didn't give a fuck. And he was shooting at her feet as she went. She was just like, I just wanted to get away from him. She didn't know it was <laughs> a fucking Kalashnikov. <laughs> well, walked off a little bit I quicker. suppose so, when you, if you're that age and you, you just think, oh, fuck it, I can't run. I may as well just turn around and walk away. Like, like, this is me running. Yeah, like I'm trying to just get in my house. Yeah. And when she got into a house on Southview, she can. She, she looked out the kitchen window and he's he's blasting everything now. He's shooting cars. He's, he's shooting nuts, yeah. He's peppering everything. Uh, he spots Marge looking out the window at her. So he lifts his gun up and just starts shooting into the kitchen window. She turned, hit her in the back, 
obviously she collapses to the floor all fucked up thinking what's going on yeah what the fuck is going on yeah, he would sh- be wouldn't you he'd be like what the f- been collapsing <laughs> this ain't normal and he went out for a fucking pint of milk yeah yeah uh, she called her husband's workplace mm. to try and warn them and uh, actually spoke to George White, who was one of her husband's colleagues. who were like trying to let him know what mm. was going on, what was going down. And unfortunately, we'll get into it as we go further in. But that phone call, kind of George White and her husband Ivor Jackson ended up getting shot because <laughs> cause uh, they because they come back and <laughs> yeah, man, mm-hmm. it's, it's fucked, man. So meanwhile, Michael Ryan he walks off on a footpath leading to the village common with no real plan. He's just strolling yeah, off. Just, he's just had enough, and then he's just. He's just on a rampage now. He's just like, I, I don't care. Not challenged by anyone. Not trying to do anything strategically. Clearly, no. he hasn't thought about this. He isn't going to go mad, shoot the floor, do this and do that. He's just Making he's, it he's just gone, fuck it. Shot his car and went mental. On the way to the village common, he sees 14-year-old Lisa Maidenhall. Now, she was actually in a... I think she was on a doorstep because she was hearing the bangs. She opened the door wondering what all the fucking noise was. Michael Ryan sees her, turns, smiles crouches down on the floor and then shoots her four times in the legs and the stomach. Now, these are big weapons, man. Yeah, it's going it's to hurt like fuck. There's <laughs> a little bit of pain here. She yeah. managed, she survived. Good. So, you know Good. what I mean? It's really strange because later on, as we get into it, Michael Ryan actually was telling children to get off the streets. He's like, get off the streets. This is fucking dangerous. People are going to get hurt. And I'd be like, no shit, mate. But meanwhile, he's shooting poor Lisa. You know what I mean? Yeah, so maybe he's calming down a bit. Like, like later on. Yeah, it's like he's had a, some, I don't know, he's probably walked in and his mum's at work or something and he's just gone on like a 10 minute hissy fit, but stupidly mad hissy fit. Yeah. And he's calming down, but he's still going, oh, fuck it, I've got to carry on now. He needed to change his man pon, that's what was going on. Yeah. Proper man period time. Yeah. So he keeps walking after blasting poor Lisa and he goes on a footpath and goes towards the village common and he passes Kenneth Williams. And Kenneth was out with his entire family. Mm. He had his kids with him. And he'd been warned that there was a gunman on the loose. But he, or there was shots being fired. He wasn't too sure if it was true. Or, he or just didn't believe it. Right, yeah. yeah Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, Ryan opens fire, killing him in front of his children, mm. who then, well, I think one of his sons, Robert, jumps over a fence, and the others just go, fucking what? Mm. And yeah. they just, and he, he'd been told, man, it's really tragic. Because, I mean, there's a lot of this. It could be, I mean, it all could be avoided, but you know what I mean? At this point, the police were on the way, unsurprisingly. We've had a shooting in the petrol station. Um, the shooting in the forest hadn't been reported at this point, but now there's a shooting in uh, in Hungerford. Shit's fucking terrible. Um, the 99 phone lines at Hungerford Police Station were completely overloaded. There were so many calls coming in. British Telecom actually ended up shutting down phone lines to most of Hungerford, just leaving them open in right, specific okay. areas and specific roads okay. where the reports are coming from, just trying to take the... Uh, the pressure off it, yeah. yeah, yeah. The information coming through at this point was patchy, but all they knew was that the shootings were centred around Southview, which is where he lived. Yep. So PC Roger Breton was en route. He was unarmed. I mean, we don't have armed police officers unless you go to like uh, police uh, to um, airports. It doesn't really happen here. No, it might it might do now. I think with all the terrorist yeah. stuff, I think Tasers I think they were on, on it a bit more now. But uh, back then they wouldn't have um, they wouldn't have been too bothered about it. You know what I mean? They wouldn't go, oh shit, let's get an armed team in. Yeah. So just go. So Roger Breton, he's heading down, completely unarmed, and um, Michael Ryan is walking back from the village common after killing Kenneth. And he heard the sirens, 
mm. blasting off, off the police car. So he jumps in a bush and takes up position. And when PC Breton's car comes around the corner, he just he just fucking unloads on it, just blasting. He shot the windscreen out using his AK-47. Um, this is as, as it turned onto South U Road. PC Breton was hit. Yeah. The windscreen's gone. And he's like, what the fuck? He crashed his car. He's hit. Managed to get a radio call out. And the last thing he said was, 10-9, 10-9, I've been shot. Mm. So everyone was like, okay. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some serious shit going down here. So whilst, whilst all this was going down, Michael Ryan calmly walks over to the police car and then shoots the police officer with his Beretta. He mm-hmm. was still seated in his... in his. He was actually seatbelt on, mate. Right, okay. And he even fucking moved. Uh, he was shot four times in total. And then he unloads on the police car. And he shot the cop car 23 fucking times. People were saying he was just walking around it going, ba-bang, bang, bang, ba-bang. He was just a fucking crazy person. Mm. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. Whilst this is going down, there's going to be a lot of fucking people hearing shit and moving in. Linda Chapman and her 16-year-old daughter, Alison, heard gunshots. But they didn't know it was gunshots. They thought it was construction work. Right, okay. Like drilling or, or banging of... Scaffold yeah, poles, yeah, they yeah. thought. Right, okay. And they've got horses, because this is like a you know a little market village or whatever. Yeah. They thought that the construction work was scaring the horses, so they headed to where they were kept, which so happened to be on fucking Southview, uh, to make sure that they weren't freaking out or whatever. And when they came around the corner, they saw like a bust-up police car and a dude standing in the road with an AK-47. And they thought Michael Ryan was a police officer because he was smiling at them. Right, okay. They were like, okay, what's going on here? It's a bit weird, but mm-hmm. nothing to worry about. He then lowered his gun and then just started fucking shooting at them. Shot through the windscreen, he hit both of them. Linda Chapman, she was able to stop the car, reverse, and get the fuck out, basically, and drove to hospital. She was badly wounded. They both survived, but Alison, the um, the 16-year-old, she was paralysed by a bullet hit in the spine. She was also shot in the leg. Nearly, They both nearly died, man. Mm. You know what I mean? Fucking hell. Fucking <laughs> crazy, isn't it? So the police now know they've got to, they've got to get back up. Well, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, they should have known that before, but, like, yeah. Well, they don't know really don't what's, know what's going, going on, on now, yeah, but yeah. now they do. But unfortunately, this is where like the twists of events, uh, of events really sh- show up. The, f- the nearest firearms squad, like the police armed unit, was on a training exercise 45 miles away. Oh, nice. So it's, it's basically rampage until someone either has got a gun license, shoots them, or, <laughs> or pretty much. Himself, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, 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 I mean, it was going to take well over an hour yeah. for them to... To, to you know, to get to Hungerford. Mm. Meanwhile, Michael Ryan's on the rampage. Yeah, yeah. He's just not. It's not like he's um, slowly picking his his targets. He's walking down the road shooting anything. Absolutely. So it, it, this this is complete carnage. Well, unarmed officers did confront him, but what are you going to do? Do you know what I mean? They yeah. were like, put the fucking gun down. It'd be bang, 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 bang. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing you can do. Uh, they started to set up roadblocks to just keep people out. Basically, it's all they could do. Just stay the fuck away. But that takes time. There's loads of roads. And at this point, local ambulance crews start turning up because people are ringing people 999. Are people are fucked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they headed to Southview Road because that's where most of the, the shootings are taking place. Again, sirens blasting. He hears them come in, yeah. sits in a fucking bush, unloads on the paramedics as they pull around the corner. He badly wounded Hazel Hazlett and Linda Bright. He shot them both. The fucking paramedics, man. Yeah, he's a... Yeah, he's just fucking lost it, isn't he? They put radio calls out saying, 
you can hear them on wherever you want to find it. They're saying, look, just tell everyone to stay the fuck yeah, away. Yeah, this is not safe. We got, you got to get rid of him first before anything can be sorted. It's one of those, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Just keep the fuck away. This needs yeah, to yeah. be dealt with by military people yeah, or, the, yeah. or someone needs to kill him. It's not yeah. safe. They also requested a firearms unit. And they, those two ladies, incidentally, are hard as fucking nails because even after getting shot, they stayed on the scene and helped people Good. throughout the whole Fair thing. place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think they got the... Um, like a, a accommodation medal from the um, the, the Queen, the some sort of bravery. The problem with that is right now is with them. If they try to get a day off work, because they're ill, right? <laughs> they're gonna get. They're gonna go. Come on, come on, love. You've been shot before, yeah. and you were still carried on. So <laughs> having a cold, there's no excuse, is it? Yeah, yeah. You can't do that. It's <laughs> true, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> should have gone home, man. You should have gone, gone home. Gone home. <laughs> so I think we'd better play a tune now, and then when we come back, we're gonna this week ramps up. Proper, yes to say, it's not ramped, ramped up, up not ramped up enough yet. Not yet. Let's not do enough. it. Let's do it. fucking bad day in Hungerford yeah yeah it's not it's not a good day no Abdul Khan he was 84 he was a neighbour of right. uh, of Michael Ryan he was mowing his lawn seemingly unaware of what was going on around him and uh, obviously he was his neighbours are dead with a couple of doors down Th- well. there's a lot of this going down like pe- people seem to not be aware of the severity of what was happening when even though someone's using a machine gun out in the streets when did this happen what year was it 1987 yeah, so it's um, yeah, it's kind of before any. F- it's kind of word of mouth sort of thing, isn't it? You get to be spread around. It's not something on social media or you can call off a mobile phone to whatever. It's kind of yeah. not that era, is it? No, so it's, it's completely. You, you know, it's fucking Stone Age shit yeah, almost. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so Abdul Khan he gets killed and like the thing is, I suppose like gunshots in a rural town. Uh, I kind of like that. We hear them here. You can sometimes hear shotguns going yeah, yeah. off there. I, 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 you drive past and you can st- you can stop in look near a field and you can hear the shotguns going off and stuff. But there's a difference between you know a shotgun in a, a, in a field and a Kalashnikov in the middle of a fucking town. <laughs> Most people don't know exactly. that difference. Yeah, but, but even a shotgun in the middle of town, you'd go fuck. Yeah, you, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean. So, yeah, so. <laughs> But it was a fella who knew the difference, and that was a off-duty pol- uh, <coughs> soldier, 21-year-old Lance Corporal Carl Harris. He was actually, I think, motorbiker. Motorbiker, yeah, yeah. He was walking into Hungerford to get, I like, oh, he was fixing a car, or he was going to get a radiator, like hose or valve or some mm. shit like that. And he could hear the shooting. He was like, "That's not fucking normal." He knows, yeah. Do you know what like, I mean? Yeah, this is, that's an AK-47. He said it. I knew it was semi-automatic gunfire. Yeah, yeah. It's not a shotgun, and it's too close to be in a range because yeah, there's yeah. no ranges around here. Yeah. Someone's on a rampage. What somewhere. the fuck's going on? Now, he tried to help as many people as he could. He actually shadowed Ryan at a distance. 
and like okay. just just patch people up as you, yeah, yeah, as you yeah, win. Yeah. He also got a, a medal off the Queen for bravery when this went down, and I'm sure he would have taken Mike Ryan out with his bare hands if he could have done. Yeah, yeah. But he, yeah, <clears throat> I he think would. anyone would have. Yeah. But what you can't get near him though. No. If, he, if, yeah, everyone. if he's just shooting people on doorsteps, if you try and come towards him, he's definitely going to shoot you. Yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. This whiskey is making my throat dry. That's what whiskey is. Well, you have got like a fucking an iceberg, <clears throat> literally, in your drink. Well, that's why I'm trying to make it sort of, you know, less, less old uh, spicy in <laughs> <on> the <your> throat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, next fella, unfortunately, Alan Leperty, he was um, a friend of Michael, well, an acquaintance. He knew him. Yeah, he, he knew. He, he helped install Michael Ryan's gun cabinet in his bedroom. Oh, right, okay. He's a fella that knew him enough, and obviously. He must have sympathised with his inability to make friends yeah, because yeah. He, he knew him enough to understand yeah, there's something not right. Yeah, but yeah, he helped him. He yeah, tried yeah. to help him, but he heard shots and came rushing home, just trying to check how his family was because he knew shit was going down. He's yeah, probably yeah. thinking at this point, "It's Michael Ryan." I yeah. fucking put a gun cabinet in that kid's room. Yeah, yeah, a bit probably. fucking weird. Yeah, he was on Southview Road, and he had also been warned to stay away, mm. but. He's checking his family. It's a tough yeah. fucking shit. He was shot twice. He was shot once in the arm and once in the back as he ran for cover. He survived though. Good. But um, you know, this is just you know one of many people that get hit. There's yeah, so yeah. many individual tales in this. There's loads of people getting injured and yeah. yeah it's important to in- include a few. Um, at this point, Michael Ryan starts to briefly move away from Southview, shooting people as he went, and then returning to where he felt safe. Because so like the different locations, lo- reporting gunfire made it increasingly hard for the police to locate where he was. Yeah. Because he'd shoot on Southview, he'd move over to the common, shoot a bit there, come back, go over to someone else and shoot, and they'd be like, "We've got fucking reports coming in everywhere." You know what I mean? Mm. And combine that with the overloaded communication systems, we got ourselves across the fuck. Yeah, yeah. So fire crews are trying to get onto Southview Road at this point. Because the fires that he set when he shot his dog and then shot his car up, they were spreading through the the uh, adjacent houses. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like a, a terrorist house, mm. so they all joined, but they were being held back by the police. The feds were like, "You, you just can't fucking, you can't do it." Sorry, it doesn't matter if the house is burned down. There's a geezer who's going to shoot in the face if yeah. you do. Yeah. What about the people in there? Well, I don't know where they're better off in a burning house or out on the street because yeah, there's yeah. a mad gunman running around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Either way, you ain't going yeah, over yeah. there. Stay where you are. Yeah. <clears throat> people were calling desperately. They were saying, "We need help." We need fire crews, we need police, but the assistance wasn't coming. No. There was nothing they could do, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, more roadblocks <clears> are being set up, and unfortunately, some of these sort of, you know, blocks were funneling people directly down to Michael Ryan, putting him in his path. It's okay. like fucking Grand Theft Auto, it's yeah, like GTA, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So, if you remember back to where we said about Marge Jackson getting shot, she called George White. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her husband well, and work colleague. He was a work colleague. husband's work colleague. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. Um, obviously trying to contact her after she'd been blasted. He's driving, George Wright's driving onto Southview with Marjorie's husband, Ivor Jackson, in the passenger seat. So the roadblocks are set up. Yeah. But they know fucking back route. A yeah. lot of people in this know back routes because yeah, yeah, it's their area, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So they, um, so George White, he's driving. He's like, he gets onto Southview Road and obviously Ryan's, there and he opened fire on the car, shooting through the windscreen. He hit George right in the face, killing him instantly. And Ivor Jackson was hit three times in the chest and once in the right ear. It's fucking incredible, man. Um, Ivor was incredibly composed. He actually 
faked death. I mean, he's seen his head. I mean, his head fucking yeah, 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 would yeah. have been blown off. This poor fellow next to him. Yeah. The reason why he faked death is after the shooting, they crashed into PC Breton's car. They just went boom straight yeah, to yeah. the back. Because obviously the fellow who's driving's been shot in the face and he's dead. Yeah. So it just went wherever it needed to go. Michael Ryan approaches the car, the uh, their car, and was circling it. So he was like, "I better fucking pretend to be dead here." You know what I mean? Yeah. He did that a lot. He used to shoot at um, a lot of moving cars. Seemed to get a lot of joy from that, people were saying. Taking a car down and then dispatching the, the driver. Mm. It's like a computer game. Fucking yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> it's, um, you know, it's, 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 it's horrible. He started to use set and run tactics. You know, he'd, he'd blast the shit out of, an, of people in an area, stay for like five or ten minutes. Then he'd just move on to another location, do it again, move on, and then just come back. Mm. Uh, so, so now they they absolutely know who the gunman <coughs> is. People yeah, are yeah. saying it's Michael Ryan, and they kind of know what weapons he has. Yeah, because it's locked. Yeah, it's there locked. Plenty of calls of um, semi-automatic gunfire, and his name's Michael Ryan. We do a quick check. He's got these guns. Yeah, he's armed to the fucking tits. We know it? that he's definitely got these guns. Yeah. Yeah. Police helicopter was dispatched, like an interceptor <coughs> was put up into the sky to try and guide police officers. Yeah, put a minigun on that fucker. I know, yeah, yeah. And obliterate until there's nothing left. Just keep firing. Into dust, like I was saying earlier on. Red mist. Yeah, just turn him into red mist, man. Fucking, you know, fucking little bomb on him. <laughs> just land on the fucker. Yeah, yeah. Can you invert the helicopter and yeah, land yeah. like a fucking head yeah, stream? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cut him up. Some weird, like, twist of fate. Obviously, the firearms squad is on a training mission. Um, and the police interceptor helicopter was actually being serviced at the time. Oh, my God. I know, yeah. But how lucky is that for him, but unlucky for everyone else? This makes a lot of people say that it was a false flag, <coughs> that it was some sort of uh, arranged shooting, because everybody that was supposed to be there to stop this from happening were unavailable. So it's like he knew, or someone... He didn't know. It's just a yeah. circumstance. Yeah, yeah. It's just fluke, wasn't it? Yeah. The pilot of the helicopter apparently said to the uh, to the lads in the um, the helicopter garage, they were like, put it back together... Don't check it. We're fucking going. Yeah, yeah. And that's brave <coughs> in itself. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the thing is, mate, the press helicopters were flying around in the air too because they got fucking wind of it. Uh, and Michael Ryan was shooting at both the press and the police when they were flying. So he was having a go at them. Everybody, yeah. I'm surprised that the police didn't have some form of, you know, firearms in the helicopter, but they didn't. It yeah, was you'd think they would, wouldn't you, or something, because obviously the situation, you know yeah. what I mean? He's getting shot at, man. And at the time, because obviously we're talking about back in 87, um, landline phones, we know they were shut down. But there was a primitive mobile phone network run by Vodafone. Right. Totally overloaded, obviously, yeah, as you yeah, could imagine. everyone's going, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, yeah, it had a bandwidth of like one megabyte or something like that. Yeah, so it was One call an hour you can do. Yeah, it was completely battered. So what Vodafone did is in the area, they restricted all phone numbers that weren't registered to police. Okay. They like, only allow police registered mobile phones to take calls. Yeah, yeah. Just to try and get information yeah, through. Yeah. It was it was fucked, man. It yeah. was well fucked. And it doesn't help with the fucking press flying around. You no, know what no, I mean? Yeah, it's a, yeah. What are they doing anyway? Keep why away. They, why are they trying to... I know it's all about money and all that to them, but there's a geezer with a fucking AK-47. Wait till the cunt's dead and then try and get a picture if you want. People are dying. Yeah, it's it's not on. It's fucked, isn't it, man? Mm. Um... It's a weird world we live in. <laughs> it is, yeah. For a front, for a front, for a, like a paper, a, fr- yeah. a front page cover. Someone's earning some cash because of other people's misery as well, and it's it's just horrible. Moral as fucks, man. Yeah. So this next part shows how out of his fucking head he was at this point. It's about one fifteen 
in the afternoon now. <clears throat> so he's only been shooting for 45 minutes. Okay. It's not very, it's like probably this, the length of this podcast so mm-hmm. far. Dorothy Ryan, Michael's mum, was coming home from the job interview. One of her neighbours, George Noon, tried to flag her car down as it turned on to Southview. And she just ignored him and just floors it speeding up. She'd seen the police. She's probably seen the helicopter, yeah. the smoke. And she just worried about her little soldier. Got to get home to see how he is. She may have suspected it was him. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. And she pulled up and parked behind the shot at police car and George White's mangled up car after he'd, he'd been shot in the head. She even opened the door and spoke to Ivor Jackson, who was co- who yeah, copped yeah. it three yeah, times. Yeah. Pretended to be dead, yeah, yeah. And she spoke to him <clears> and... Um, he says that she left his side and actually, because Michael Ryan was just up the fucking road, uh, mate, it was a horror scene, mate. Like you've got like, oh yeah, you can't. It's not. You're not going to be talking normally to people because it's not normal. It's not a normal situation. Well, houses were on fire. There was people lying yeah. dead in the gardens. There were wrecked cars, bodies all over the fucking street. You know what I mean? Walls mm. shot out, and Dorothy sees Michael standing there. But he's got his gun in his hand, obviously, and she actually tried to speak to him to calm him down. Because Ivor, who was in the car, he heard the conversation and relayed it to police afterwards. Okay, okay. She was screaming. <clears throat> and she was saying, stop, Michael. Why are you doing this? He didn't reply. Mm. Um, we can only speculate what he did immediately after. But what we do know is that he lifted the gun up and shot his mother twice in the stomach and once in the leg. Didn't speak to her. Just fucking gunned her down. She hit the deck all fucked up, obviously. Mm. He then walks over to her and Ivor said he put the the barrel of his um, Kalashnikov onto her spine and shot her twice at point-blank range. Fuck. Mate, the police helicopter was above him mm. trying to talk him down. They were like, And they were raiding him out for the tannoy for people just run that way to cover. Michael yeah. put the fucking gun yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And he's going boom, boom. There's nothing they can do. But he's the type of person who would like all this because getting, he's getting the attention, isn't he, yeah. as well? So it's fucked. probably makes him want to do it more as well. There's pictures of uh, Michael Ryan's mother dead in the street from immediately after from the press helicopters who were f- who were literally getting in the way of the, poli- of the yeah, police, yeah. Like forcing them out the way. So they could get a picture. They were telling the police helicopters to move. What? I know. It's fucked, mate. And doing that allowed Michael Ryan to move to different locations because yeah, yeah. they were like, we, got, we haven't got fucking eyes on him now because, yeah, because we've got that telling, fucker next try, to us. Yeah, trying to take pictures and jumping in front of us. Last pricks. thing we need is a mid-air collision. Fucking pricks, aren't they? So the emergency. So what they did is they put like an emergency airspace restriction in in place. Um, Should have shot it down. <laughs> Air traffic was restricted to three thousand feet in altitude and two and a half mile radius of Hungerford, but they still they still flew in. They didn't mm. give a fuck, mate. They um they actually swarmed Hungerford on foot and posed as forensic and police officers and got into victims' houses whilst the shooting was going down to speak to people. Fucking. They're like, like rats, aren't they? Bad, isn't it? Yeah. It's Horrible. Uh, the first armed officer arrived at one twenty on foot. So he's just come running in. Mm. He was trying to locate Michael Ryan. He was followed by a second armed officer at one thirty. They didn't know his exact location because of overloaded communications, as we have spoke mm. about. And, and there's complete carnage going on, yeah. Fucking so. dumbass press and shit getting in the way. Yeah. There was an old lady called um, Betty Tolliday. She was in a house on Southview unaware, totally unaware of what was going yeah, yeah. down, half deaf, and she heard noises from when he shot his mum. She could hear the banging. Right. We're talking about old people here, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She went into her garden and actually started giving him a bollock and she was like, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to watch fucking yeah, coronation yeah, 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 Brill, will you shut the fuck up? 
It's unbelievable, mate. She thought he was doing target practice. I mean, right, okay, yeah, so, yeah. Like the other lady, she didn't bother to just like, I'll just walk away. <laughs> I mean, Fuck this, I'm off. <laughs> just go turn around and walk away. It's nuts, because... Will you stop that? <laughs> I like that. It's, it's insane. I'm, I'm picturing her screaming at him, and him turning around looking at her, because four houses were on fire. Yeah. Outside the house, there were two smashed Complete up cars. Complete carnage, dead people on the road. Two dead people, you know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah. Two, there's police just helicopters. Going, Can you just shut up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she hasn't got a clue. Oh, oh dear bless me. Her, man. Bless her. Bless, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Michael Ryan being true to form, turns the gun on her, shoots her in the groin. Oh, nice. He, sh- he shattered the top of her head. It's, it's fucking crazy, you know what I mean? It is nuts, isn't it? It's bananas, man. It is, yeah. Fucking bananas. He uh, smashed the pelvis to bits, severed a sciatic nerve, and the bullet came out of her back. She survived. I just wanted to include that because she hadn't got a clue. I love the yeah, way yeah. she hadn't got a clue. I wonder if she knew after she got shot. Was she just like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is a bit serious, this. I'm fucking press helicopter. Yeah, he ain't bagging stones together outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing target practice. Yeah. He then, uh, Mokoran then moves further away from Southview and he walks towards Hungerford Memorial Gardens where he shoots 26-year-old Francis Butler who was walking his dog. He shot him three times in the groin with the AK-47. What's his him. obsession with the groin? I don't know. He's been a double dick in he now. Yeah, yeah. He continued on through the memorial gardens and he walked past Dean Lavisher, who was 10 years old, didn't do anything to him, just just let him go. So you think, it's not like you've got morals, but it, it doesn't if, make if any it, sense because... that You've just been on a complete rampage shooting anyone that you could see, but then... Then you know, another, te- another lad, just, yeah, yeah. another lad rode past on a bike just after he did, and then he shot at him. It's, it's just... It's just random. Complete, it? yeah. yeah, random. He then realises out of ammo and he dumps his <coughs> M1 on the floor, just leaving it, just abandoning it. He actually spoke to the police about that later on. He's like, I've left a gun in the park. Can you go and pick it up? Make sure the um, the kids don't touch it because it will hurt them. The police are like, what the fuck are you talking about, you fucking idiot? Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. not aware of what's going on? Do you know what's on? happening? Can you see what you're doing? It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. There's a 30-year-old fella called Marcus Bernard and he was travelling to hospital on Bullpit Lane to visit his wife and newborn baby. He was completely unaware and he saw the two lads running for cover, like panicked, mm. and he pulled over mm. to see what was going down. He had, he had no idea, mate. He was just trying mm. to help. Ryan shot Marcus in the head with the AK-47 and that's fucking lights out. Yeah. That's, so yeah. fucking brutal. A witness said after killing Marcus, he threw his AK on the floor, walked away, stopped, turned around and picked it back up again. I don't... Yeah, I d- it's, what? yeah it's, just, it's just like, what the fuck's going on, isn't it? Yeah. He's out in the open at this point. <coughs> yeah. Zero. Fo- he's not bothered by the helicopters that are flying over his head. No, he's no, he didn't care. He's just walking down, staring at the floor. What apparently. was that about? Just chucking that down. I don't. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. I don't. I'd be, like, I'd be like, I think, I think there's something up with this person. <laughs> just about Some, something shady's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> he was strafing houses. He was yeah. just shooting, bam, 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 just blasting, reloading. It's fucking unbelievable. I, I don't know. With people like this, you know what I mean? What What can you do? What can you do at the time? It's so horrible because you just seen it happen. Obviously, these days, I think he would have been uh, shot shot by an arms officer because they're, they're, they're yeah, a bit more rapid them. these days, aren't they? But still, <clears throat> yeah, unbelievable. It's just like he, he can do anything he wants, basically. It seemed to be yeah. at this point, yeah. He was shooting that much. There was gun pa- People could smell the, the cordite in the air. They knew where he was yeah. from the smell. Douglas Wainwright and his wife, Kathleen, they were driving towards him on Priory Road again. They didn't know what was going on. There's no, like you said, there's no fucking social media. Yeah, no, yeah. It's not on Twitter or anything <coughs> like that. So he shoots the windscreen through, hitting both of them. Douglas was hit twice in the chest and once in the head. Lights mm. out. Yeah. 
Kathleen, she was she was hit and survived. Mate, it's, it's fucking nuts this is because it turns out that Douglas and Kathleen were the parents of PC Trevor Wainwright, the Don't very use. same police officer who signed and issued Michael Ryan's firearms license. He signed off the guns that was would end up killing his dad. Oh my god. Imagine knowing that as well. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It doesn't it's like really? Is that fucking real? <laughs> John Storms, 49. He was on uh, in a van, actually, on Priory Road. Ryan shot the shit out of him. He hit John, uh, I think he was hit him twice, actually. Once in his jaw, which shattered his jaw and exploded his tongue. And the second bullet missed his spine by, by two millimetres. They all say that, don't they? He missed my spine by two mil. Mm. Did, though. Now, he only survived because a dude called Bob Barkley saw what was going on. And he was like, I've got to fucking... I've got to go Same and get him. him. He yeah, just yeah. crashed his car. He's, um, yeah, yeah. Geezer going nuts, yeah. He ducked down and under gunfire, ran to the van and grabbed uh, John Storms out and pulled him to safety. That's the only reason why he survived. Yeah. So by now, Michael Ryan is walking around completely aimlessly. The firearms squad were yet not weren't on the scene and he was he was shooting everyone. Nobody was confronting him. He felt completely safe. Admittedly, there were less people on the streets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's starting to spread, and, and it is true. So people are going, oh, fuck. You can hear it. You can see the smoke. To the bunkers. That's yeah. it, yeah, yeah. But people were getting through roadblocks unintentionally, by accident. Yeah, um, don't know about it. Still oblivious, yeah. Like Eric <coughs> Vardy and Stephen Ball, they were heading to to a builder's warehouse on some back roads mm-hmm. through, I think they got, they were actually on Tarrant's Hill. So you can, they're just lads at work. Yeah. They know the back roads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their van came under gunfire. Windscreen was taken out. Vardy was hit in the neck and the chest, and he died of shock. And Steve Vardy was, um, it was Steve Ball, sorry, was was apparently unhurt. He was okay. Right. And it's happening extremely quickly at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's mo- this is Probably where is, yeah, if it's only been say an hour now or something like that, it's, you know what I mean? It's crazy. That is. This is where it's rampant. Like, re- I mean, he's killing so many people. He's like, kill, 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 almost. 22-year-old Sandra Hill, she was driving her car on Priory Road with music blasting. Again, no fucking idea. Probably a tape or some shit, not yeah, listening yeah. to the radio. He kills her, shooting her in the chest, dead instantly. Uh, still on Priory Road, he starts shooting at the cars and houses. He gets bored, apparently. Walks up to number 60, Shoots the door through, boots it in, and inside there was an old couple, Victor and Myrtle Gibbs. They knew what the fuck was going on, and they were just trying to wait it out. They were yeah, keeping yeah, their yeah. head down. Yeah, yeah. It's really heartbreaking because Myrtle, she's in a wheelchair, mm. completely vulnerable. She can't get away. Victor, he's paying attention, looking out. He sees him coming, and he knows what's about to happen. Yeah. So he threw his body onto Myrtle. He just fucking lay on her. Michael Ryan, obviously, just shot him to death with his machine gun with his AK killed him pulled his body off and then just shot Myrtle as well fucking it's it's unbelievable it is and he's a fucking legend for doing that yeah yeah fair play to him do you know what I mean it's like I know I can't have him I've just got to try and do whatever I can even though it's probably not going to work I'm going to need to do it it might work I'm just going to have to protect my wife by putting something in between her and the bullets yeah looks like it's me yeah yeah do you know what I mean out question or hesitation, he just did that. But Myrtle died as well three days later on life support. He's a fucking animal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unbelievable. What's going on in his mind? I don't remember this at all. Obviously, um, I mean, hearing about it, you know what I mean? It's But fucking hell. He kind of used their house as a base because 
I think he knows... It's like a shutdown. He's fortified now, in a way. Yeah, he knows that it's only a matter of time before the firearms yeah. squad get here. So he goes into the house, uh, goes upstairs to the windows and starts shooting at people. He shot two neighbours. He shot one at 62 and one at number 67. So they're like neighbours in gardens, you know what I mean? He started sh- um, strafing houses, just anything that was around him. them. Because people are poking their heads out, going, what's going on here? Yeah, and you can see him and he's having a quick pop at them. Ian Playler and his wife and two young children were driving down Priory Road. They were heading to Hungerford for a family shopping trip. He watched them come down the road, shot the windows out uh, from the Victor and Myrtle's house. Mm. He hit, uh, hit Ian in the neck, killing him instantly. His wife and children survived and hurt. But they saw their fucking... Dad get killed, yeah. And ha- how many lives uh, yeah. is he wrecking? It's unbelievable, isn't it? Still in the house, he shoots 67-year-old George Noon, who was in his back garden. He hit him in the fucking eyeball. Fuck. He survives as well. Fucking, he's hard as nails. <laughs> yeah, bounced shot off his in glasses. the eye. Bounced off his glasses. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shot in the eye and he survived. Brill. That, Good. That was, um, that was the same guy that tried to flag Michael Ryan's mother down, George Noon. He tried oh, was to, it? Yeah, yeah right, he was saying, okay. don't go down there. Yeah. And uh, he was the last person that Michael Ryan shot at that day, actually. Right, okay. Uh, so his first victim in Hungerford was at 12.47, and his last victim, the last person he shot, George Noon, Mr. Noon, who survived, was at uh, 1.45, so it's 58 minutes. Yeah, n- not even an hour. Less than this pod. Yeah, and he's, he's gone on a fucking mad rampage. They said that at the end of the massacre, he was mm. shooting nearly a person a minute. So this is where it really ramped up towards yeah. the end. And for some reason, he leaves the house on Priory Road, calm as you like, you know what I mean, completely unfazed, and heads towards his old secondary school, the John O'Gaunt Secondary School. It was closed for the six weeks holiday, and he knew that, probably going there for that reason. Now, the firearm squad finally arrive at this point, and they knew where he was because witnesses said he was heading to that, he was heading into the school. Yeah, yeah. So they surround it. They hadn't seen him enter, but it was a credible but report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they basically secure the perimeter, and that's that is, it. Yeah, we're on yeah. fucking lockdown. That's it. The rest of Hungerford was still on high alert because yeah, they yeah, hadn't course, seen yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, it's just reports. So, and they've got to follow the reports, but they've also got to be wary that it might be wrong. It might have just been someone else. Yeah, they were even hold- though it's most likely not because everyone's going with shit. Yeah, they yeah. were holding ambulance and fire crews back. Still, they yeah, weren't yeah. allowing them in. Uh, we don't know what he was doing in the <coughs> school until he was spotted at the wi- at a window of a classroom by a firearm squad member three and a half hours after getting him. It was at 5.26pm. Oh, so he was in there for three and a half hours? Yeah, after. yeah, yeah. Way longer than the massacre. 5.26, he opened a window and threw his AK-47 out, but he kept the Beretta with him. <coughs> they don't know that. No, yeah, exactly, yeah. They just, whatever, he's chucked a gun out. Um, at that point, they then radioed back to the emergency services and said I think you're in you can get into Hungerford now if we've got one gunman we've located him yeah yeah he's locked in that room in a way we kind of got your eyes on him he's there yeah and this is what that's when the, the numbers of like the carnage started to become clear so they found out 11 men and 5 women were dead a further 15 badly injured life changing injuries 15 vehicles were shot at with a total of 77 bullets in them Four burnt down houses and a dead dog. There were bullet holes everywhere. He shot well over 200 rounds. He did all that in an hour. It's crazy. It's I mean, so it's 30, 31 people being injured or murdered in this event. Yeah. Then. And it, and so many lives have been completely altered forever. Yeah, dogs being killed, place been burnt down, cars smashed up, like you say, and shot up and 
people's lives from that ruined. You know what I mean? It's like a like a tree, isn't it? It just spirals. You know, that one person's linked to 30 or 40 people, not including friends probably, and then it just and there's 15 people who are dead. Was it 15 or 16? 16. Yeah. Um, dead. Um, and that's so how many people's lives have been destroyed just by those people dying? And you got the trauma of the people that are helping them. Yeah, and the, yeah. And you got the trauma. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all linked. It just carries on and on and on. <laughs> Fucking shit's whack, man. Yeah. So the firearm squad know exact location now, and they're moving closer, like securing an ever decreasing radius around him, just getting in closer and closer and closer. Sergeant Paul Brightwell was actually able to start communicating with him. They mm-hmm. got that close. <clears throat> they were talking. He said, listen, mate, you're surrounded by armed police. You've got to do as you're told and no harm will come to you. Because they wanted him alive at this point. We're trying to talk him down. Yeah. Um, you know, he's like reassuring him it's better to surrender. They spoke to him for about an hour and a half and there are transcripts available. And he seems detached from what's going on. It's like he didn't know it's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is part of the convo. It's not, it doesn't show he's detached, but... Cause I, it's I just mean, strange. It's like an odd conversation to have when this is happening. Well, it's, he, said, um, he, said, uh, he said, what is your first name, Mr. Ryan? And Michael says, it's got nothing to do with you. Mind your own business. She so says, that's okay. I just want to talk to you and get you out safely. Do you understand? Yes, I've got nothing against you. Which kind of like implies, did you have something against everybody else? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's a bit weird, that. So you're okay with um, arms negotiators? <laughs> <laughs> what weapons do you have on you? And he says, one 9 millimeter pistol and ammunition. Mr. Ryan, this is very important. Do not come to the window holding any weapons. Do you understand? He said, I understand. I also have a grenade. <laughs> Mr. Ryan, do not come to the window with the grenade. <laughs> do you understand? <laughs> I, I, I don't think he needs... Told to be told that, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he understood why. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Sergeant Brightwell said that Michael Ryan was calm, composed, and willing to talk. He says he knew what was happening. Um, Ryan asked what the casualty figures were. How many people have I killed? It, it was all about attention, mate. That's what like I was saying earlier on. He just loved it, loved the attention, because obviously he's like, oh, he's probably getting off on it. Sounds yeah. silly, but he probably is. He also said, uh, I bet Hungerford's a bit of a mess now. And this is a, this is a bit like a bad dream. Yeah. There is exact words. Is that what man. he said? It's like a bad dream. Yeah. He said, if the police car hadn't turned up, none of this would have happened. Hang on, pal. You no. shot a woman in the fucking woods before you did any yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. And then you shot second. up a garage. What's going on? Yeah, I have to say that he was like a... And it wasn't anything to do with anything. He went to the woods and decided he wanted to shoot that woman for some reason. That's yeah. where it's escalated. Yeah, Ryan asked multiple times how his mother was. And, uh, Brightwell was being honest. He's like, listen, mate, I don't know. We don't know how your mom is because we haven't we even been know, able to yeah. get into the scene. We don't know. We don't know the whole... F- we don't know all the casualties. We don't know anything. We're just here to stop you, you prick. I think he was like... You fat prick. I think he was like, Look, you are fucking bruv. You shot your mom in the spine. Yeah. We know she's fucking... What are you talking about? You did that. You know that she's dead. Probably. You know more yeah. than us. Exactly, yeah. He goes on to say, I know my mum's dead. That's why you're not telling me. I didn't mean to kill her. Which, considering how we know... What? She, yeah, I know. <laughs> this is why I mean he seems detached. Okay, now he, he'd be a, a mean fucking fighter, wouldn't they? If he didn't mean to kill him. He's fucking shooting him in the spine. I didn't mean to kill him. <laughs> this man, was, that his, was that him trying to get manslaughter or something then? Well, it gets a bit weirder, man, because he takes the magazine out of the Beretta and he keeps <laughs> one in the chamber. He told police he'd done that. And they were like, just don't do anything fucking stupid. Come on, son. Oh, to be fair, if I was a negotiator, I'd go, mate, if you want to shoot yourself in the face, do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we don't want to spend any money. We don't want, <laughs> don't want to spend any fucking money on you anyway because of what you've done. 
I don't know, mate. Think of the think about how fucking cash I spent on that so far. Yeah. He uh, he asked the sergeant. He said, D- "Do you think I'm going to go to prison? And if I am, how long am I going to go for? Do you think I'm going to go to prison? If I was a negotiator, I'd go. Um, Does the Pope shit in the woods? See your first question. <laughs> yeah. Yes. How long? Probably forever. <laughs> mate, you 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 fucking caused some serious fucking carnage. You yeah. ain't getting out of anything. He started to talk less and less, and it was around six forty-five in the evening. He said, um, he said." It's funny, I've killed all those people, but I haven't got the guts to blow my own brains out. And That's Sar- his pussy now, then. Well, Sergeant Brightwell said, don't do anything stupid, mate. Actually called him mate. He said, don't do anything stupid, mate. Just calm down. He was trying to talk to him. He was getting nothing from him. A couple more minutes, minutes of silence, and then bang, one shot. Just okay. a boom. They were like, okay, what the fuck's going in? They entered the school after he, he wasn't responding to any more communications. Yeah. The classroom was barricaded up because he said he had a grenade. Yeah, yeah. So you don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Don't know if he's fucking booby-trapped the place. Yeah, he, They found... Could be a fake thing, like pretend I've shot myself, walk in, boom. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they walk in and they found him sitting underneath the window and he'd shot himself in the fucking head with the one bullet that was left in the in the gun. And that was that fucker gone. Mm. And obviously there's no trial. All you've got then is a, com- is a mop-up. Yeah. Just an inquest. Yeah. What a fucking maniac. It's complete. It's just like a uh, random utter carnage. Okay, we, he obviously was mentally ill. And he's obviously, like you say, he obviously must have been. He obviously got a mental, young mental age to have these paddies to start with. Seems that way. And then um, he's just, just <laughs> these escalated. You know what I mean? He's just escalated. He's just gone, shot someone in the woods, come home, panicked. And that's when he started shooting his car up. And then he was just like, well, this is it, isn't it? Yeah. This is it. It's all or nothing now. And he's gone all, and he really did go all, didn't he? Really. It's when you think about it. It's a sh- it's really, I mean... It's so bad. random as well. It's not like a lot of these um, <coughs> um, shoot-ups you hear in America and all that, a lot of the schools and all that. It's not really random people walking down the road shooting. You might get the odd one, but they're usually distraught. And they know what they're doing. Something's happened, like they're, they're about to go to prison for... Um, uh, child molesting or something and just gone fuck it you know what I mean yeah. but he literally had no reason to do it except for the fact he's just just did you know what I mean it's just a weird weird like random thing well if there was a reason he took it to the grave the, oh, the yeah. reason might his mum might have known but she's fucking dead well I, I, I don't know I, I just by the sound well, I suppose he, he's so fucked up anyway it doesn't really matter what you said he just doesn't sound like he really knew what was going on kind of he knew it but he he didn't it was like it was like he was in two worlds where you can do what you want um and kind of get away with it you know what i mean until until after the fact yeah Yeah. it's hilarious he hadn't he showed no signs of mental illness yeah he didn't show any because he wasn't tested nobody sat him down and had a look and said yeah but the thing is mental illness back in 87 whenever it was 87 um was they didn't really they didn't didn't really have anything on it they've only just recently started to sort of look into it properly no so it's just um, pull your socks up you're just a bit depressed get on with it lad get down mm. coal mine yeah that's what it's like yeah yeah Give him a quick slap and get him to do some work, you know what I mean? That's what it kind of was like, wasn't it? But, um, yeah, it's, it's random massacreage. Yeah. Ma- bit of a, massacreage. Bit of, ma- bit of a spree killing to yeah, him. Yeah. Thus concludes Murder Month. Murder Month. That was a good good final murder spree. Yeah, bit of a spree. We did a couple of serial killers, a couple of spree killers. Round it off on that one. Yeah, just I can free my mind of the perils of murder now. Yeah, but the thing is, it's it, that's doing my head in that one now because <laughs> there is, 
what why did he do it and the only reason i can think of it is is he didn't really want to do it he just done it it's just one of those things yeah i don't There's know a lot of other people have reasons and some of them they clearly are tapped i mean we've talked about a few of them they're tapped they know what they're doing but they do it because they they've got a kind of a mission in their mind to do it he's got a mentally they're warped yeah but this one is kind of random like everything's just random Fuck knows why he did what he did. Um, well, unfortunately, we're not going to know. Yeah. He was licensed to hold a gun. He wasn't mentally ill. Apparently. <laughs> and uh, always tickety-boo. And for some reason, off did, he went. Did they find a grenade on him or was he bullshitting didn't, about he didn't that? didn't have one there. So, yeah, he bullshitted. Yeah, of course he did, mate. He mm. said he was an arms dealer. He was going out with Miss Fiji, doing flying lessons. He was oh. in the SAS. Obviously. He had nothing to live for. And he was completely Maybe that's why he done it. Maybe he realised he was um, not liked at all because of all his lies and it suddenly clicked, maybe. And he's just gone, oh, I'm going to make people want to like me because I'm going to go... And in his walked way, he thought maybe that would be the way. Go around on a killing spree and prove that I was in the SAS when you're clearly not. Yeah, it's like it's like his life's so insignificant. He was like, I've got nothing to live for. I'm going to make it significant in some way now. Yeah. Whether it be significantly good or significantly bad, you will remember me. Yeah. Check this shit. And yeah. then he went, bosh, and off he went. Yeah. Okay, now. There you go. End of. Crazy. Fuck knows what we're going to do next week. Actually, I've got something planned, but I don't know how to do things that aren't murders now. My mind is <laughs> just to murders. Yeah, next week, uh, we're going to talk about a murder. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about um, plants. I don't know what to do. We're going to talk, yeah, talk about something something that's not death and destruction and stabbings and rapes and It'd be a breath of fresh air for you. Yeah. All this. It's been horrible. Interesting, but too much, man. It's just morbid all the time, isn't it? That's yeah. Because yeah. when I research it, I'm I'm like living it in in the respects that uh, in the respect you're going through the all uh, minute by minute what's going on and yeah, it's and not you kind like of I suppose in a way you're kind of looking at it in your own scenario, aren't you? Well, it's not like you ha- it. It sounds like we hashed this together because <laughs> that's what it sounds like. But it takes a long time for me to collate and research and get away thinking. Uh, you you end up in your spare time. Whenever you get it, researching whatever you're covering, and mm. when you're covering murders for months, for a month and a half, your spare time is murder. researching murders yeah, yeah, and murderers. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it'd be good to get out of it. Yeah, man. Until next week, then. Yes. See you later, everyone. <laughs>